what we're going to talk about today. Breakups. 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 Breakups, yeah. How did you handle your breakup? Which was the worst one for you? If you had more than one. If you haven't had more than one, how was that one breakup? What did it do? Was it traumatic? Was it... This time I handled my breakup. She got the champagne. I'm playing. She drunk it. (laughs) She drunk the sorrow away. (laughs) Don't believe that. <laughs> anyway, um, so how do we handle breakups? Whew, that's a long roll for me. Very long roll for me. Um, so is this like the first breakup? Like your like your your little grade school sweetheart? Um, I mean, or it could be like, any breakup. It could be your first breakup. It could be a because some people have. A first love that they were with for years before they broke up. So it could be any breakup. You know what I'm saying? Like a childhood breakup is probably more intense than a a couple of years or a 10-year breakup. Because if you're from childhood and y'all stuck it out all this time, y'all got married, y'all had kids. Sometimes they don't get married. Sometimes they just have children and they deal with each other and they have ups and downs. And You know what I'm saying? So... Okay, so like it a, depends. Like, just what was a what was it like? How did you handle it? Um, what What are some things you would have told yourself back then that you know now? Mm, you know, yeah. Um, just some of everything. You know what I'm saying about a breakup. Okay. The good, the bad, the ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some good breakups. There's some great breakups. Okay. What you got? What you got? You tell me. So, I've had complicated breakups I've had horrible breakups to where I didn't want to eat I didn't want to sleep I don't want to do nothing I don't want to be bothered with nobody yeah um I cried a lot I listened to sad music I you know I I couldn't eat so I didn't eat anything but I would just like dwell in it um I've grown a lot I feel from those kind of breakups um did back when I had those terrible breakups yeah I did have some complicated breakups where it was like we dated each other for a little while it was like oh we're in a relationship um nobody really talked about anything they just we were together you know what I'm saying so um those kind of breakups were like it's whatever because it was like, like short-term yeah, relationships yeah kind of okay. like short-term so it was like it really wasn't a breakup but to me it was a breakup because excuse me we were together yeah you know what I'm saying so it was like a complicated thing to me because it was like mm, I really don't know you that much I know you a little bit because we only engaged with each other for a few months mm-hmm. um it hurts because I, I felt like I wasted time with you but in reality it was a lesson some things you did some yeah. things I did taught me a lot so yeah. you know it was complicated to me okay what about you well um I don't really I don't know when I have break. I've had a few breakups you know 
had um, where I had children. Like we were together when we were young, and then we had children, and we things didn't go too well after the kids, right. you know. And um, the kids were still young and stuff, so it was kind of really stressful and painful, you know, because we got to explain to the smaller children, um, because I guess when in those kind of relationships where you start out, you know, your first real relationship and stuff where you have children and everything like that, you, you um, moving in and, you know, you buying things together and things like that, it's really hard to have to tell the children, uh, because when people get their feelings hurt, mm-hmm. you know, they might say one thing in the moment, but then months later, mm-hmm. years later, is something totally different. different right? And you got to explain that to the kids, you know. And in our community, a lot of times we end up being single mothers. <clears throat> this is true. And so that's, you know, one part of it. But overall throughout the years I'm the type of person that is um I just kind of like view my options don't really get too involved with anybody because I don't really want to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want my feelings hurt and I don't like failing touche I I feel you on that one okay (laughs) cause honey (laughs) I'm not with it not today yeah I'm sorry if you'd have caught me maybe 10 years ago where I didn't know myself and I was just like a hopeless romantic and yeah. wanted love just to have love because I thought love was that that thing you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah maybe you could have got me but right now I say maybe in the last four years I've really opened up to things because like you said you know this sometimes there's kids involved you yeah know? I have children, but it didn't last with the the fathers of my children. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes relationships like that can make you feel uh, less of a person because it's like, dang, how how I failed four times. You know what I'm saying? But initially, you didn't fail. You were just being taught something, but you didn't know that. So you took it as a failure or I'm not good enough or I'm not beautiful enough or I'm not, you know, those type of things. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. Right. So some breakups are good breakups. Some breakups are bad breakups. It depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. One. And then two, I feel like some people um, may may view it as, oh, he broke my heart or she broke my heart and I can't forgive them for this and that. You know, they hold on to things. Um, They don't learn a lesson from it. They just hold on to it and they carry it on to other relationships mm-hmm. um, and that affects the person that they get in a relationship with because they're you're carrying on bad baggage mm, with you the luggage yeah so i tried not to carry that's on luggage girl that's i'm ready luggage. to fly oh <laughs> <laughs> baggage excuse me not right. luggage you, right you know catch flights not feelings <laughs> hello <laughs> I'm, about, I'm all about catching flights now. You know what I'm saying? Them feelings are going to come later when it's right. Yeah. So, but um, in all, with me raising my kids and, you know, um, 
learning different types of men and how they supposedly quote-unquote love you know what I'm saying do you really know the meaning of love when you're using that word and how would it affect you if tomorrow you didn't have that person you know what I'm saying so things like that I wish I could have been able to tap into but I didn't know so now that I've learned those things I like to touch on subjects that I would have never touched on like relationships yeah because like in general like in on general, the first date or or just you don't, in general period okay. like with anybody and everybody yeah there was just learning just learning just taking yeah researching yeah shit. it's okay. like going on google and be like google yeah uh what is a bad relationship or asking siri hey siri what do you think is a bad relationship let's ask siri i want to hear what she say so we're back <laughs> And we're going to ask Siri, uh, what is a bad romantic relationship? So, hold that thought. Siri got us. We asked Siri. All right. Six signs you're in a toxic relationship. And this is a theory by Mark Manson. Many toxic relationship habits are baked into society. Hold on. Baked into our culture, excuse me. And we end up accepting them as normal. These are some of the worst ones. There's no class in high school on how to not be a shitty boyfriend or girlfriend. Sure, we get taught the biology of sex, the legal ins and outs of marriage, and maybe we read a few obscure love stories from 19th century on how not to be an ass face. Without clear ideas from adults, what we're left with is basically trial and error. And if you're like most people, it's mostly error. Enter a string of toxic relationships as we fumble through an already complex dating world. One of the problems is that a lot of toxic relationship habits are baked into our culture. This is what I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. People are getting treated certain ways by different people. Mm-hmm. End up basically being treated the same way yep. by everyone mm-hmm. and then they believe yep. that it's part of their personality as to why. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We worship romantic love. You know, that dizzying and irrational kind that somehow finds breaking china plates on the wall in a fit of tears somewhat mm. endearing. Yes. And we scoff at practicality or unconventional sexualities. Men and women are encouraged to objectify each other and to objectify their romantic relationships. Thus, our partners are often seen as achievements or prizes rather than someone to share mutual emotional support. Mm -hmm. A lot of the self-help literature out there is helpful. I mean, isn't helpful. Excuse me. 
And for most of us, mom and dad surely weren't the best examples. Mm -hmm. So, what is a toxic relationship? Many of us enter the dating world not even knowing that a lot of our beliefs about relationships are toxic to begin with. So let's first clear up what we know about a toxic relationship. A toxic relationship occurs when one or both people are prioritizing love over the three core components of a healthy relationship, respect, trust, and affection. So he's saying here, Mark Manson, in in this article, is saying that there are three core components of a healthy relationship, respect, trust, Trust. and affection. Affection. Okay. But he's saying that overall, people are going for love. Mm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Because they just look at that word love. Mm -hmm. Love. Mm. And that's all they see is love. But if you ain't got those components to go with love, Mm. how could you have love? Right. Okay. Let's Let's see. This might sound crazy to some people, but love should not be the reason to stay in a relationship. And that's because it can cloud our judgment in these other very important areas. Yes. You know that? Wow. Yes. Wow. Mm. I'm not even going to speak on it. If you prioritize the love you get out of a relationship over the respect you're given, you'll tolerate being treated like a doormat. If you prioritize love over trust in the relationship, you'll tolerate tolerate excuse me tolerate <laughs> lying and cheating mm-hmm. if you prioritize love over affection in the relationship you'll tolerate a cold and distant existence in the relationship we tolerate bad relationships for all sorts of reasons wow I can't even believe this. I was literally tapping on this shit earlier. Remember, I was talking about this. Wow. Maybe we have low self-esteem. Maybe we're not self-aware enough to realize what's going on. Maybe we don't have a good handle on our emotions and so on. But all this does is create a superficial, psychologically unhealthy, and potentially abusive relationship. Six signs of toxic relationships you might think are normal. Toxic relationships can take on a few different forms, but I found a number of telltale signs of bad relationships that many people either ignore or worse, think are actually signs of a healthy relationship. Below are six of the most common tendencies in relationships that many couples think are healthy and normal, but are actually toxic behaviors and harming what you hold dear number one mm. Ooh, the mm. relationship scorecard mm. girl you're keeping score huh okay mm. quote unquote the keeping score phenomenon Ooh. is when someone mm. you're dating continues to blame you for past mistakes if both people in the relationship do this it devolves into what i call the relationship scorecard where the relationship devolves into a battle to see who has screwed up the most over the months Mm. or years Mm. and therefore who is most indebted to the other. Mm. You 
were an asshole at Cynthia's 28th birthday party back in 2010, and it has proceeded to ruin your life ever since. Why? Because not a week goes by that you're not reminded of it. But that's okay. Because that time you caught your partner sending flirtatious text messages to a co-worker means you can have at her for supposedly infidelity. Mm. So it's kind of even, right? Mm. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Why it's toxic? The relationship scorecard is a double whammy of suckage. Not only are you deflecting the current issue by focusing on previous wrongs, Mm. but you're guineaing up guilt Mm. and bitterness from the past to manipulate your partner Yep, into feeling bad mm. Mm. in mm. the mm. present. If this goes on long enough, both partners eventually spend most of their energy trying to prove that they're less uh, culpable than the other. Excuse me. Rather than solving what caused the present issue, spending most of their time trying to be less wrong more than the other. What Mm. should you do instead? Deal with the issues individually unless they're legitimately connected. Mm -hmm. If someone habitually cheats, then that's obviously a recurring problem. Right. But the fact that she embarrassed you in 2010 and that now she got sad and ignored you today have nothing to do with each other. Mm. So don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Why are you still bringing up stuff? That's what the let the past be the past thing. Let the past be the past. Mm. Leave the past where it's at. It's past for a reason. Mm. That means it's behind you. Mm -hmm. So why are you bringing it up? And especially in a relationship with somebody you claim to quote-unquote love. Love. Okay. Let's see. He says, It's crucial to understand that by choosing to be with your significant other, you are choosing to be with all of their prior actions and behaviors. If you don't accept those, then ultimately you are not accepting your partner. If something bothered you that much a year ago, you should have dealt with it a year ago. Mm. Girl. Girl. (laughs) Uh, What? Wait a minute. Because I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to nip it in the butt, the minute it happens, the moment it the second the millisecond that it happens do not and i repeat do not bring it up in the future it has no bearing there Mm -mm. you should have deal with it when it happened in that past moment well let it go don't speak on it now it's too late (laughs) okay number two dropping hints Mm. and other passive aggression Girl, passive aggressiveness? I can't deal with that. Just be straight up. Just okay, be, just be 100. Just spit it out. We don't need that. We do not. <laughs> we are adults. Please act according. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, be an adult. Hmm. Let's see what I he mean, says. He says, what is it? Instead of saying something outright and out loud, A partner tries to nudge the other in the right direction of figuring it out. Instead of saying what's actually upsetting you, you find small and petty ways to piss your partner off. Mm. So you'll then feel justified in complaining. Mm -hmm. Why it's toxic? Because it shows that you two are not comfortable communicating openly and clearly. 
A person has no reason to be passive-aggressive if they feel safe expressing anger or insecurity within a relationship. Ooh! Right there. Mm. If I'm upset mm. or or you make me feel some kind of way and I come at you and I say that, like, I'm not coming at you. I'm actually just expressing, you know? That's it. We need to get this out right here. I'm going to just lay it right I'm here on the table. I'm talking about it. Yeah. I'm talking about it. I'm going to just What let you bothered know. me? If that bothers you, we don't need, this is not, well, this is not right for us then. It's not right. I can't, like we got to, we got to be able to communicate with each other. It says right here, a person will never feel a need to drop hints if they feel like they won't be judged or criticized for honesty. Mm. What to do instead? State your feelings and desires openly Open. and make it clear that the other person is not necessarily responsible mm-hmm. or obligated to those feelings. Right. But that you'd love to have their support. If they love you, they'll almost always be able to offer their support. Almost always. Mm-hmm. Girl. Okay, let's see what else he's talking about. Blaming your partner for your own emotions. What is it? Let's say you're having a crappy day and your partner isn't exactly being super sympathetic or supportive about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've been on the phone all day with some people from work or they got distracted when you hug them. You want to lay around at home together and just watch a movie tonight, but your partner has plans to go out and see friends. As your frustration with your day and your partner's reaction to it increases, you find yourself lashing out for being so insensitive and callous toward you. Sure, you never ask for emotional support, but your partner should just instinctually know to make you feel better. They should have gotten off the phone and ditched their plans based on your lousy emotional state. Mm. Why it's toxic? Blaming our partners for our emotional status is selfish and a mm. classic example of the poor maintenance of personal boundaries what did I say mm. solitude mm. Mm-hmm. people we gotta do better girl you gotta, gotta be gotta by yourself to figure out what the fuck happened Yes. when please. you set a precedent that your partner is responsible for how you feel at all times and vice versa this can easily lead to a codependent relationship. That's what you said earlier. You said that word, codependent. Codependent, yeah. Everything, even down to reading a book or watching TV, must be negotiated. Yes. When someone begins to get upset, all personal desires go out the window. Mm. Because now you have to make each other feel better. Mm. The biggest problem about codependent tendencies is that they breed resentment. Sure. Yes. If my girlfriend gets mad at me once in a while this is him this is mark manson okay if my girlfriend gets mad at me once in a while because she's had a shitty day and is frustrated and needs attention that's understandable but if it becomes an expectation that my life revolves around her emotional well-being at all times then i'm soon going to become very bitter and even manipulative towards her feelings and desires Mm -hmm. okay so he said don't come home being all pissy every motherfucking day every day. and expect me to clean up the mess and be okay with it. Right? Mm-hmm. Right here he says, 
what to do instead take responsibility for your own emotions and expect your partner to be responsible for theirs in turn there's a subtle yet important difference between being supportive of your partner and being obligated Mm. to your partner preach and sacrifices should be made by choice by choice not because that's what's expected As soon as both people in the relationship become responsible for each other's moods Mm -hmm. and downswings, it gives them both an incentive to hide their true feelings and manipulate one another. Yep. So you sit there and you accept the responsibility of making this person feel better, then you're giving them permission to manipulate you Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yep. Codependency. Okay, Mr. Mark Manson. (laughs) <laughs> the fuck right codependency I do it that's why I say I don't I don't want to be codependent on nobody mm-hmm. and I don't want nobody to be codependent on me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I want us to have our own opinion of everything in this world and be able to talk about that opinion about whatever subject there is and be okay with each other we don't have to like the same things and we don't have to agree on the same things mm-hmm. every time. There might be times that we agree on some things and there might be times where we don't. Shoot, there might be times where we always agree on things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's our thing and we're comfortable like that because we communicate with each other and we're not codependent on each other. We have our own individual lives, but when it's time for us to be together for us, we're together for us. Mm. That's a better deal. Look at this one. Buying the solutions to relationship problems. Mm. The gift (laughs) giver. What is it? Whenever a major conflict or issue comes up in a relationship, instead of solving it, you cover it up with the excitement and good feelings that come with buying something nice or going on a trip somewhere. Mm. Or else. Oh. Or worse, getting Ooh. married. Mm. <laughs> he said it mm. worse. This man. Mm. Okay. To the so, codependent? Girl, so he says, Nope. My parents were experts at this one. And it got them real fat. A big fat divorce. And mm-hmm. 15 years of hardly speaking to each other. Mm. They've both since independently told me that this was the primary problem in their marriage. Continuously covering up the real issues with superficial pleasures. Why it's toxic? Not only does buying stuff brush the real problem under the rug, where it will always reemerge even worse the next time, but it sets an unhealthy precedent within the relationship. This is not a gender-specific problem, but I will use the traditional gendered situation as an example. Let's imagine that whenever a woman gets angry at her boyfriend, husband, whatever, the man solves the issue by buying the woman a gift or taking her to a fancy restaurant. Not only does this give the woman unconscious incentive to find more reasons to be upset with the man, But it also gives the man absolutely no incentive to actually be accountable for the problems in the relationship. Hmm. What's the result of all this? A checked out husband who feels like an ATM and an incessantly bitter woman who feels unheard. Hmm. What to do instead? 
deal with the problem. Trust was broken. Talk about what it will take to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Someone feels ignored or unappreciated. Talk about ways to restore those feelings or appreciation. Mm-hmm. Communicate. Period. That's all it is. Communication. Communication. Do I need to sign it out for you? Vote. Italic. Communication. Hey. Mm. There's nothing wrong with doing nice things for a significant other after a fight to show solidarity, regret, or to reaffirm the commitment. But one should never use gifts or fancy things to replace dealing with the underlying emotional issues. Nope. Gifts and trips are called luxuries for a reason. You only get to appreciate them when everything else is already good. If you use them to cover up your problems, then you'll find yourself with a much bigger problem mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's Mr. Mark Manson. Mm-hmm. Like that, Mr. Mark Manson. Thank you for the insight. We really needed that. And our viewers and listeners, they need that too, you know. So they can understand mm-hmm. signs, six signs you're in a toxic relationship. Them six signs. We didn't know about those six signs years ago, you know what I'm saying? Because we didn't pay attention to those signs ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we've got to know us, who we are, and we're dealing with issues head on instead of covering them up, as Mr. Manson said, covering them up. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're not no longer covering up. We're dealing with them. We're facing them head on. That's the only way I know how to work now. If you can't face the head on with me, baby, what are we doing? Okay. What are we doing? Girl, I'm out. I ain't boo-boo the clown. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely not most definitely not and I've had good breakups to where you know it was like <laughs> this just ain't working you know what I'm saying um, I'm not finna put myself down that road with you Yeah. I'm not gonna do it you know what I'm saying but we cool we cool you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna say I hated you. I'm not going to say you did wrong things to me because we're both human. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you you never did anything to me for me to be like, oh, he ain't. You know what I'm saying? Why did you guys break up? Um, just wasn't feeling it. Like, it just wasn't there. Mm. And sometimes you get that. You know? Sometimes it's just not there. you just better off How friends. How long were you guys together? Um, not long, maybe like close to a year. You know, that's enough time to get to How know. How did y'all meet? You know, clubbing, just out, just out and about. You know, um, with my friends. That's a long time for me. Well, I mean, it's a long time, but a long time to me, and a good healthy relationship mm-hmm. would be a lifetime obviously mm-hmm. but like to just have somebody that you know you want to build a future with because 
you guys are in sync with each other and you get I get him and he gets me and you know what I'm saying like we have our fights not physical you know they might get a little mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying sassy I won't say verbal I'll just say sassy little little you know what I'm saying a little smart at the lip yeah you know what I'm saying but it won't get no further than that you know what I'm saying but we come back to each other and talk about the situation even if we got to take a breather you know what i'm saying no yelling at each other because i've had that i've had somebody yell at me i've had somebody put me down belittle me i've had uh someone put their hands on me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um i've had somebody cheat on me mm -hmm. i've had somebody have a kid on me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i've had somebody date somebody close to me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh i've had somebody sleep with somebody close to me so i've, I've dealt with like well, I dated so a different. guy that was, like, he, you know, they were friends, and one guy just wasn't moving, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He just wasn't moving, and, yeah, he kind of, the, the, the other guy kind of used him, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, he's not going to show you, or I'm going to show you, I'm going to go ahead and step up, and I'm going to be... Right, the one, you know. So, I mean, I did that. I did. Yeah, but it's somebody. different from a female perspective. Guys just do it because you they think get so? the. Yeah, I totally do. Because God, it, with a guy, a girl can throw herself at any guy, right. unless this guy is truly, you know, one hundred to his mate, and he's like, no, I, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. you'll know because they'll. They'll push you away. Somebody will know about it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're uncomfortable with the situation. But uh, like a regular, you know, just out and about dude. Yeah. That don't care about nothing in the world. He don't care. Feelings is going to get hurt. And oh, well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they're not thinking about that. They're just at their, that moment. At yeah. that moment. They're dealing with at that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And. I've had to learn that it's not something that I did wrong yeah. because I was being who I I am authentically am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm being me. I'm being Liz. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's me. Um, Lexi is just uh, what I go by, you know, to my closest friends and, mm -hmm. and family members. Mm -hmm. My cousin, our cousin, yeah. gave, gave me that name, Lexi. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, it stuck with me because... I liked it. It mm -hmm. sound exotic, sexy, sophisticated, classy. Mm -hmm. I could be hood when I need to be, but yeah. all in one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I it just it popped to me. So it 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 explained my personality as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it stuck with me. But Liz then seen it, then experienced, then touched on. I mean, I can I I've had some of the oddest encounters with guys I wouldn't say men I would just say guys mm. you know of the male species mm -hmm. because a man a man is gonna show you what a man is and he gonna you know he's not gonna play with you because he don't have time to play he come to to get what he want and be right not be manipulative not be controlling not be all those negative things that'll make you be like, well, he wasn't like that in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? He's going to come to you 
wholeheartedly and 100 percent she said he wasn't like that in the beginning mm. that's a whole other show that's a whole nother <laughs> show honey. a whole nother show you know what i'm saying he wasn't like that in the beginning sip sip well now four years ago look what popped up on my snapchat yeah memories from the past four years in your story wonder what those are memories Four years ago is when I started my cleanse for me. That's got to be a memory that popped up of something that I went through or I did. A picture of it's something. It's a memory. So what is that memory? I'll get that memory later, but you know what I'm saying? That's a, <laughs> that's another episode. You know what I'm saying? Memories. What's stored in our memories? Not a good year. Not a good year. For me. It wasn't a good year for me either. We in what, 21? 22. 21. 21. Going to 22. Going to 22. Mm-hmm. So 2018. Yeah. That was a horrible year for me. But an eye-opener at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. It put me... Where I am today, the woman 2018 changed the game. Changed the game, baby. All the way. Okay. Because, honey, let me tell you. Let's call Asha and ask her about her 2018. Ooh, let's call Asha. Girl, I don't know if they ready. But we're going to get her on the line, though. So this the misfit. We're about to call my best friend Asha. She's in San Jose. Yeah. We've been out here drinking champagne. I'm sure she's been doing the same. Please leave your message for mm-hmm. six, six. There's your answer. <laughs> She'll call back right now. She's like, ooh, I didn't even hear my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or she tipsy. Or both. What about the planet? Or Girl. both. She's not too busy. She'll call back. She might be out on a date or something, girl. Mm, girl, Asha. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not ready to date. <laughs> but I do got my eye on somebody. Mm. Mm. I mean, just just got my eye. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like our energy has got to match, though. Cause I'm, I'm big on energy now. Like we got to be able to vibe with each other. I mean, seriously vibe with each other. Like I could 
totally be me. You could totally be you. You know what I'm saying? In the presence of each other. And if we don't have that, then I only consider you a friend or an acquaintance until I can feel like you're truly a friend. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's only because of some of the things that I've experienced in life in relationships with everybody, not just the male species and in, in the intimate realm, but in the friendship realms, the family realm, the, you know, close friend realm, all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like just every aspect of my life. And it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive to people. I'm not trying to be, you know, oh, you act like you got something to say to people. I'm not, that's, that's not what I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with Liz from within, mm-hmm. from the inner to the outer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know I can make the outer be beautiful. I know the outer is beautiful. But what's beautiful about me on the inside? Mm-hmm. And those are things I didn't learn in these relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now I'm on a whole another whole nother journey. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for my king so we can have some little princes and princesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me, you know, I don't want like 10, maybe two. A boy and a girl, that I'll be cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm trying to go no further than that. But I want to be married. I want to do it right. I want to be that person's friend, that person's, you know what I'm saying? Lover, counselor, whatever you need me to be, I want to be that for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the way that you need me to be that for you, not in the way I need to be there for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's deeper than just being there for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be there for you in the way you need me to be there for you. Not in the way I see fit to be there for you. Because that's my way. And it's not supposed to be my way because I'm there for you. So that means whatever you need, even you. Whatever you need for you, mm-hmm. for me to be there for you. In all your relationships. In all, in my relationships, not right. Not just romantic. Not yeah. just romantic, yeah, everything. Platonic mm-hmm. and all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, for you, and I would want the same for me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not communicating with you, it's nothing personal. I'm going through my own growth, getting to know my higher self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I can evolve in the things that I want to do because I have so much. Mm-hmm. So much that I want to do. But I want to share it with the right person. Mm-hmm. I've made these, and I won't even call them mistakes. I went through these lessons for a reason. That's all I'm waiting for. You know what I'm saying? It's my reason. And whatever they that may be. Yeah. Is that my that reason for me? You know what I'm saying? So, what about you, girl? With me and what I've learned from the relationships that I've been through is that I'm very good at detachment. Mm-hmm. Oof. Say that. makes me it used to make me wonder if 
possibly the the people that I have relationships with, romantic relationships, that um, was I opening myself up enough? And I know that I wasn't. I know that I wasn't. And I don't know if it was because of what they showed me that made me believe that I couldn't open up to them. I feel you. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then with family relationships, um, I always felt like I was missing pieces mm. yeah. of the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? Like the grandma, the grandpa, yes. the supportive auntie and things like that. Right. You know, all those key people missing so for me I would just be like okay well you know they're crackheads or um, in another state and not even interested you know what I'm saying and that's a whole other thing you gotta deal with when you have family that is alive that's not really interested you know that's something that we've all had to deal with in this urban community It's just, you know, because a lot of our family members are either dead, addicted, or um, mentally incapacitated, something like that. Something, yeah. It's always something. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, that's where I learned how to detach Mm -hmm. and to be able to um, maneuver, navigate. Through life. On my own. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel you. I think it's just kind of like, I, I don't want to say that because a lot of people get offended with that, mm-hmm. but I think it's a Capricorn thing. Mm-hmm. Detachment. Learning to detach. Mm-hmm. Because I do that. Mm-hmm. I detach from people. If I feel like I need to let go because I don't want to get hurt from something or anything, like something they do, mm-hmm. something they don't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If they're around, if they're not around, you know what I'm saying? If I can get to know them or not, you know, just right. the, the the thought of it affecting me more um, and having to deal with more of a pain mm-hmm. to be even more detached is, that's a scary thing. That's a very scary thing, you know? It's really scary. I mean, there's so many things. And that, in a sense, is a breakup as well. It is. When you have family who you can't really communicate properly with. You know, you have the condescending mother. You have, you know, things like that. You, um, the unapproving father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, even though you might have these people in your life, you would possibly, most likely you know, have these issues. Right. And so, um, that, in a sense, is a breakup as well, because you have to detach from them in order to protect yourself. In order to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Survival. Survival of the fittest, bitch. (laughs) B-I-E-I-E-S! That's a whole nother topic. Okay. Survival of the fittest. Mm. 
real survival period. Like, just, ooh. 